back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. We are at episode 158. Woo-hoo! Very exciting. We're and doing two in one day today. I know. This is, we're trying to get ahead, friends. Yeah, because it, it's, it's, it's kind of stressful when we're behind. Oh, it's very stressful. Kind of. Well, I mean, it's, it's no small thing creating a podcast every week. Yeah, especially and then for editing, us. and then also, <laughs> right? Especially for us, and then making a clip, and yeah, all, all the things. Stuff. Yeah. Well, this is episode one fifty eight, and we have a topic, and it is how to make friends as a busy mom or introvert. Yeah. So this is going to be fun, yeah, and enlightening. Hopefully. And if you stick with us all the way to the end, this is what you should get out of this podcast. We're going to talk about why it's important to make friends, mm-hmm. right, and have friends, how to do it. And why it's especially important if you happen to be an introvert. There's nothing wrong with being an, inter- an introvert. You're just, that's the way God made you. It's your personality. Mm-hmm. But why is it especially important for introverts to have some friend making, like, um, <laughs> weapons in their I, toolkit? I, I only laugh because, do you have that? I, I, I don't have that. Like, why it's especially important for no, an you, introvert. No, you gave me that. You no, told me that. No, I said the third one was our own experience. <laughs> no, I... But I, you gave me I, I, no. <laughs> This is being friends, folks. This, no, what I said was I have a list of how an introvert can be, make friends, but not why it's best for them. All right. Well, we're going to make it up. <laughs> we're going to make I'm, like, I, I, I'm sitting here. What are you saying? What are you saying? I hope you have that. Wait, wait, wait. I did write down also our own experiences. Because you did give me that. But yeah. right before you said that, you also said why it's especially important for an introvert. For a person in general. <laughs> Not for an introvert. Jeez. If I said that. I anyway, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you have two in a row. <laughs> We're going to do it. Because you know what? What? We, we have to. <laughs> We gotta follow through on our word. We just prayed before this. We did. And one of the things that I had said was, I just hope our words are encouraging and we build one another up. And so hopefully you can see we're just two goofballs and we're just trying to make it here and put content out. We're doing great. Hey, our podcast grew by almost 60% last year. Pat, Pat, I'm that's in one on year. Back. Pat, you. I know. Thank you, listeners. Mm. I mean, you're still here, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and guess what? I got to talk about our sponsors for yes. just a second before we go on. We always open the show with welcome back, humor consumers, right? Yeah. But we also have humor contributors. Yes, we do. We have people that have crossed over from Mm -hmm. consumer to contributor. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do to do that is go to our Patreon. We have a Patreon page. And you just give us... I know. We know what that is. And we have one. (laughs) You give us $5 a month and we'll give you nothing. (laughs) Zero things. Our appreciation. (laughs) I know it does seem like that. Like, what do we give? We Let's give say their names. Okay, their names. say them. Say the name. Okay, and I hope I don't. I'm not missing anyone. I don't even know where I got this list. Well, but just, here it is. Just read it off. Okay, we have Wendy. That's it. I'm just gonna say it. Go ahead. Okay, Kim and Jackie, Beverly, Jessica, Katie, Colleen, Ursula, Nancy, Kenny. Yay! That's my poo. Karen, Janine, Muffin. 
star Courtney, Joan, Gail, Carla, Linda, and Claudia. That's it. I love it. All of those wonderful people, our humor contributors, have helped us to purchase new microphones. They help us to pay for the platform and, you know, just kind of keep this podcast going. Mm -hmm. So if you want to cross over and join that list, all you got to do is go to our website. Please. Go to tracydegraff.com or comedythatsaves.com or just go to Patreon and put in Life Happens Laugh Anyway. Yes. Ta-da. Ta-da. All right. All right, Catherine, what say you? Episode 158, How to Make Friends. <laughs> go ahead. What you got? I over get there like, on your piece stage, of paper. Stage fright <laughs> when it's like the I don't know what it is. is on. It's like stage fright. It's like <laughs> I better I better come up with whatever. Words. Then I have to focus. I gotta take my glasses off to see my work. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> just say here's why friends are important. For your mental well being. Yes. Oh, you yes. can even be more successful in your career. Did you know that? Well, of course, duh. Well, I didn't know that. Well, look at us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please don't. Not me, anyway. <laughs> We're such. <laughs> We're such. We're so successful. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my stomach hurts. Stop. Okay. Stop. Stop. Okay. 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 I think I I pulled a muscle. I've hurt my neck. (laughs) Ow. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Okay. Okay. This is not on the list, but laughter. (laughs) Hello. Gosh, I'm gonna die. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now, you just said you're gonna die, but actually, having me as your friend <laughs> reduces your mortality. Oh boy, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we need them for in emergencies. Yes. <laughs> um, like the time it, when you had chest pain and we decided to call <gasps> the rib doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy oftentimes has great advice and other times wackadoo advice. Well, she said it was her ribs. I, I said, call the, uh, um, Here's the what do they though. call them? An osteo something? The orthopedic, orthopedic doctor. That's it, not osteo. You're like, call, I'm like, why orthopedic? Call, call them. Dr. Lee. Why not? It's, it's so, ribs. It's here's, a bone. Here's, here's the thing that's funny or than that is that I listen you to did you. I <laughs> They're like, you should go to the ER. <laughs> yeah, I know. We called the I knew, I knew that. Like, oh, no. oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. But thank you. I was there for you, Catherine. You were. You did actually go with me. Heck yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's also pivotal to psychological and physical well-being. Uh, you're less likely to catch a cold or <laughs> and diseases. Um, your emotional well-being... Um, Let's see now. I can't read my handwriting. Oh, get outside view and perspective. It's a stress reducer. Come on. Also, I'm just going to click on this thing here. We also have each other for as good sounding boards. Yeah. You know, we can talk each other off or on to a shelf. Yeah, right. Uh, And, you know, you do get a different perspective um, to life's problems or 
whatever mm-hmm. dangers and also you know let's just face it it makes life not so monotonous i mean we have our husbands and yes. there are there are friends too there are male best friends right uh but th- we're talking about why to have a female if you're a woman a female you know good friend right so um yeah so those are some main reasons there you're gonna live longer and you're gonna be happier Bottom that's line. right <laughs> Duh. okay done game over <laughs> yeah so that's why it's important i you know i kind of think that people know that it is important like there's a certain sense of okay it's better to have a friend than to not that's true but sometimes we need reminders absolutely because we get busy and we we yeah. think that we don't need this or whatever and uh then before we know it we're kind of in this like little um Straight cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Tracy just had this wild-eyed look, and it literally looked like Mm, you've been there. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm still laughing about what we started with. So, but yeah, yeah, I mean, from a young age, obviously we're Americans. We grew up in this country, you know, and we're influenced by the culture of America. Mm -hmm. From a young age. Every kid wants to be liked. You want to have a friend on the playground, whatever, at school, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But then you're also in this culture of, I can do it. I can this. Yeah. I can that. So it's sort of like, oh, what is it? Is it we're better off with friends or we're better off, like, you know, in charge of our own destiny kind of thing? Mm-hmm. It's really not if, you know, one or the other. It's both. Yeah. It really is. But it's interesting that you said that because... Our um, media and like social media, TV, all of the stuff, it really is pointing more and more toward um, individualism, you know, and the lack of need for one another. Yeah. And then, you know, the pandemic happened and then um, people were more and more embracing. I I call it isolation, you know, like Zoom meetings, um, support groups online. And that's great when it's and it's suitable and when you can't you, you know you can't do the alternative but um it's not the it just same. struck me when you said that yeah guess what it's no. not the same no it is not your zoom meeting or your zoom happy hour or your zoom doctor visit mm. is not the same mm. can't stand <laughs> that not. right and all right there's also something to a handshake too you know where we're getting doing the elbow bump and the fist bump thing and i, I just kind of it's my opinion Kind of cringe at that, but well, whatever. and as women of faith, we believe that we're created by guess who? God, the Creator, <laughs> and we were created with a purpose for guess what? Connection. That's right. Connection with God and connection with others. That's the way we're wired. It is. We're created that way. Right. Okay. okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. All right. So now, how do you do that? And I'm going to start with, as I said, with as being an introvert. Uh, I mean, that's not really me, but I I feel like I can relate to that. There are times where I feel introverted. Mm -hmm. And the person that wrote this article, I felt that it was kind of raw and kind of real vulnerable. And I can see it as um, other introverts maybe relating to this. Um, This person says that she had always struggled with friends ever since she was a young girl on the playground. Um, And she goes on to say how... She had um, a best friend, but if she was busy, she was all alone. And she said, but the thing is, is I like being alone. 
and she still does as an adult. Um, but she says that as a new mom, she felt really alone, like too alone. So when she said she says being isolated and lonely when you're sleep deprived and trying to raise a child is not the best plan for your mental health, as we pointed out. And so she says as an introvert, she had to push herself out of her comfort zone um, and purposely find new mom friends. I would add to this that it doesn't, I don't think it has to be a mom friend either, but her point is that you can connect about, you know, that you're sharing similar lives and circumstances and things like that. But she says it, it's not easy when you're an introvert. She says that small talk is her nemesis, that she hates it, and most introverts do. Um, and I, I like that she points out, she says, it seems so shallow and not worth my time. I had to do it, almost like taking medicine. It now, is, what's this woman's name in the uh, article? I just want to quote the article yeah, so we can... I was going to do that, but the website website is coffeeandcarpool.com. Okay, so it's probably a blog or vlog Oh, or it is a blog, like but I felt okay. like it was... So I looked at um, articles on from magazines and Healthline, you know, type magazines, but I felt like this article spoke to me the most because mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. And I think the advice is really good. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, she, so I left off where she says that she had to really make a, a, a real effort, effort yeah. because she is not um, an extrovert. Ah, and she goes on to say that if you're outgoing extra, extrovert, you're already doing the stuff that she's going to advise. And right. she says, in fact, you're probably not re- even reading this. Um, and making friends everywhere you go uh, is easy for you. <clears throat> she says for her, finding friends is one of the hardest things to do, mm. and especially to keep them. Um, it's scary, and it's uncomfortable. Her first bit of advice to finding new friends is look to your neighbors first. I think that's a great idea. And she points out it's close proximity, first of all. Lowest hanging fruit. Exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. And you can have spontaneous get-togethers more frequent, and it's just simpler to do that. Um, And she says, how do you do that? Well, just be outside more and just kind of (laughs) linger. Yes. Tracy, like what? Before, the, before we started the episode, Tracy and I were talking about how when we first saw each other, and she has her comment about me wearing, wearing a, bikini a bikini that she saw from her window. I was outside. Oh, I thought you said from your window. I was outside and you were outside. Okay. You were in public. Outside. <laughs> My backyard is not public. We had two and a half acres, folks, listeners. Well, I was right there looking at you. Go all around. Oh, she wears a bikini out in public. Oh my gosh, she's and one of those. I was like all the time, because I was outside all the time. Where is she in her overalls? Because <laughs> you were always in bibs. I know. I know. My jean overalls. Oh my gosh. Oh, so funny. Their teacher clothes. <laughs> Farmer. Farmer. Farmer clothes. Farmer teacher clothes. And, yeah, <laughs> at least I had a shirt on. <laughs> anyway. She's jealous. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Um, I she goes. worn a bikini since I was 19. <laughs> 18. 
<laughs> go ahead. What? <laughs> it seems so pointless to go on with this. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on. Don't pull your car into the garage and shut it. Um, <laughs> right. Don't do that. <laughs> of course, then if you listen to our safety um, episode, pull it in and shut it. <laughs> it's like, Okay. Lock the so doors. just don't listen to us. No, I'm kidding. All right. Put some comfortable patio furniture in your front yard and take a book out there, do whatever, have a cup of coffee or a cocktail and just hang out there and just, you know, see what happens. Introduce yourself, uh, especially if you are in a neighborhood where kids are going by and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So um, she also says, is this under the same bullet point? Oh, yes, it is. Um, go for walks around your neighborhood to meet people. Introduce yourself. Now, she's saying this as an introvert. introvert. Right. And so, like she said, get out of your, you know, comfort zone. Um, and- you know, one of the other things that I, I don't know if she mentions this in the article, but I'll mention it and then we'll see where it goes. But I think that from the inside, our inner talk has to be positive. Yes. So if you're introverted and it's painful for you to reach out to someone, we need to first have the conversation with ourselves to say that friendship is valuable and it's worth the effort. I'm a value to someone. Mm -hmm. Someone else is a value to me. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be worth the effort. And also, um, we have to be comfortable with rejection because... Not that somebody wouldn't want to be our friend necessarily, but what if the timing is just totally off? Right. What if they're, they can't juggle one more thing and they can't come over for coffee mm-hmm. or meet you for whatever, right? Yeah, or they just don't know how. So we know? cannot take rejection personally, Exactly. right? Yeah. We have to be comfortable <clears throat> with it. And I can tell you this from experience as a comedian, mm-hmm. you have got to get real cozy, <laughs> With rejection. <laughs> it's got to be like, oh, yeah, bring it on. Are you cozy with rejection? <clears throat> no. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, but what you have is... to do is you have to separate the two from your personal, like, emotions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have I to do. recognize that rejection may not necessarily be forever. Like, it may it may be a no for now, but maybe, maybe it'll be a yes down the road. Yeah, and it could be God's timing. I always say it's not always rejection, but protection, you know? Yeah. So give it that way. But I feel like when we're when we're looking to nurture relationships and build new friendships, right? So there's a certain amount of effort that has to go into it. Well, you've, you've got to be willing to put in the effort. Yeah, you got to be vulnerable sometimes. So that's, um, that's what I mean is yeah. that you've, you've got to be willing to say, okay, I'm going to put out this effort even if I don't get it in return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then just keep sowing the seeds of your garden to nurture, water. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm laughing because I thought of when you were real vulnerable this one time and <laughs> you tooted and you were like, oh, our level of friendship just went up. Because- oh, when I farted? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now we're talking about Tracy's farts. Yeah, we were. we're remember that? Well, I remember when we were doing crafts in your yeah, basement. Yeah, yeah. And it would get to be late, and I would be like, I got gas. <laughs> and, like, you probably were holding it for quite yeah. a while. And then it was just all out. Thanks for um, bringing that up. Sure. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good, good friends are for. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Edit that out, will you? <laughs> All right, what else? You stick to the outline. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's go on to the next one. 
meet other moms. Okay, well, how do you do that? With the younger crowd, try the mommy and me classes. Or I wrote down in my own notes, because it wasn't in this, like MOPS. Yeah. MOPS is mom of preschoolers, and they're held at um, various different churches. I don't know if they're held anywhere else, are they? I don't think so, I but think so I mean, either. I think that if you look for like what are what are the things that you're into? You have preschoolers. We'll look for other moms of preschoolers. Yeah, and church is a great place to connect. Yeah, that's what people. I put down too. Um, she does mention that later on, but I I remember joining a Bible study like really early on. I had I didn't know anything about the Bible. I didn't even know there were chapters or anything like that. And you had invited me to some. And at that time, I just, I, I was open to it, but I wasn't ready to go. And then a co-worker said that she was going to one at the exact mm-hmm. church that you were going to. I did meet some friends through there. Mm-hmm. And it was just a great p- place. I was really young at the time. But another place, too, that I, I met some pretty good friends was when my daughter was in Girl Scouts. And uh, I got to know the moms that way. Yeah. So, the, and this pertains to people who are busy too and full-time, you know, working moms because um, you just, as the kids grow, you ju- you're just interacting. Yeah. Whether you can join the PTA or not, these are just all avenues and um, busy moms can do this as well. Not necessarily the PTA, but you can be, you could still get plugged in. Well, you can do play dates. Yeah. We did a lot of that yeah. when my kids were growing up. And some of the moms you might click with right away, and others oh, you yeah. might be like, I'll be your friend from afar. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Right. But, and, and that's a good thing, though. That it you is. Can filter out that way. Because a know. couple of other things that just came to my mind one is pickleball. We have mm. to do an episode on pickleball because okay. it's like becoming a phenomenon. Oh, it already is. Yeah. All right. You can join if you like pickleball, or even if you think you might like it. Mm-hmm. Because it's sort of like a combination of wiffle ball and ping pong and other stuff, whatever. If you think you can do it or just join some kind of a pickleball situation, a league or a pickleball night or whatever, you can be a single person and go in and they rotate. Mm. So like in the pickleball community, Mm -hmm. people are always looking for other people to play pickleball with. Yeah, they and are. You can make friends. I mean, when we went to Florida just, you know, last week, mm-hmm. my husband and his brother and his cousins, they all wanted to play pickleball. Well, they went to the pickleball court and there was a couple over there from a whole nother area, never met them. They wanted to play too. And so they, you just rotate in. Yeah. And before you know it, they're there playing pickleball for two hours and they get to know these people and they had a lot of stuff in common. And Yeah. And it's kind of a safe way to do it too. You're not just both sitting there twiddling your thumbs. You're doing something and right. then kind of making some comments and thought, you know, such in and between. And you're getting exercise. Yeah. Right. So I think <clears throat> pickleball is a great way to make friends and also achieve other things like your movement goals. Another area of um, making friends would be to volunteer. So, like, we have a local food pantry Mm -hmm. here in Piatone. Mm -hmm. It's called Helping Hands. If you volunteer there, you can go and meet people and connect and talk, and and you're maybe loading up groceries in people's cars or whatever. That's right. And, you know, one might be thinking, well, if I'm working, I can't do that. But there are certain things that can take place in the evening. There's evening Bible studies. There's evening activities as well. Um, bake sale stuff because uh, let's face it I mean most people are working women I mean so um, there are these in the evening type things as well you you know the other thing that you can do is start your own 
that, that, that's that on fit, that's on here that would fit your own yep. schedule you know the prayer group that we're in i was going to mention that too i started that mm-hmm. oh gosh like 12 years ago yeah. or whatever it was out of my own need for prayer mm-hmm. and i just grabbed one or two other people and said this is when i can do it this is what we're going to do mm-hmm. would you join me and i've been doing it for well over a decade now mm-hmm. and these are my people like these yeah. are my go tos right so if that's if you don't have you know, a prayer group that you're in, mm-hmm. start your own. Just start with one other person. <clears throat> exactly. And for an introvert, it does um, say, not necessarily with a prayer group, but starting your own thing so that it does fit your schedule. It's a, It says, yikes, because that's a very scary step for an introvert. Yeah. But um, this person who is an, ex- I don't know about extreme, but she is definitely an introvert. And she says, I did it because I had to. Right. So... You, gotta you know, the other group of people that I think about are like military wives, you know, or military personnel. Yep. They move a lot. Yeah, I, I read an article on a woman who was a military mom and how hard it was for her. And it was good. But yeah. I, I think that maybe seeking out someone else in your same situation. So maybe there's another military wife you know, that you could connect with where they're accustomed to that right. mo- moving a lot. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, you can make strong bonds in a short amount of time. That is possible. So especially if you're sharing some sort of affinity, mm-hmm. you know, when when um, when I used to work in small group with my church, um, we talked about affinity groups, creating groups within the larger group so you've got the church as a large group Mm -hmm. but then you try to find connections within the church of people who have things in common Mm -hmm. calling you know calling it an affinity okay so you have maybe parents of young children that's a group you have senior citizens there's a group you have empty nesters that's another group and when you're going through the same season in life or you have similar circumstances it's not going to be identical obviously but you have relatability, you know, yeah. you have the head nod, you have the, oh, I get it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a thing I'm going to talk about called bundling. Oh. Yeah. And that's an interesting word for this concept. Uh, but moving on, say yes to invites. When you get those invites for those skincare or jewelry or product par- at home parties, say yes to them. Because they are uh, a great way to get to know people. Yeah. In fact, um, I've got some funny memories. And th- I remember going to your house really early on <laughs> for one of those skincare things. Wasn't and, it my friend Leanne who came yep. over? And didn't she sell things like... Um, it was... Oh, starts with an A. Arbon. Arbon. It was yep. Arbon. Mm-hmm. And didn't she have something that was like you drink it and then you go to the bathroom or something? What yes, was and Janet and I both bought it. And we joked. About, so, okay, here's a bonding point. Yes, yes. So Janet and I were both invited. Wait, Janet was another neighbor. Janet was, yeah. So Tracy was on one side of me and Janet was on the other. And the way our land was, was it was sloped. Janet was a little bit higher than me. Then I was in the middle. And then the land sloped a little bit lower to where you were. <laughs> And we had a ditch between us. And Janet and I joked about, uh, because we had septic and sewer. Yeah. And then the, the concept of this drink was, you're gonna it's going to flush you out. Yes. So Janet and I bonded over jokes about her drinking her stuff. And I'll know it because <laughs> it'll come your way. at the time, the water did smell bad, like when, it, when they were brand new and yeah. built their house. Anyway, so that was a bonding experience. That's funny. Very funny. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's a great advice. A uh, little tip there, though, is to say yes to these little parties or things that people invite you to. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, meet your kids' friends' moms. Yeah. And th- that's a great way to get to know them. If you, And if you like the kid, chances are you might like the mom. So, uh, you know, and then or you can just rule them out, <laughs> you know, right. move on. <laughs> Sign your kids up for sports teams and park and rec classes. I met people that way, and we did have, uh, you know, long, good relationships with people through sports. And you know what? If your kids are gone like ours are, I mean, you can still do it. You can sign up for things through your local park district that are just for adults. Oh, yeah. You know, our park district right here, like, they play bingo every so often, and yeah. they do little bus trips to different places. Just go on yeah. these things. Yeah, I was reading about that. Um, offer to carpool. So carpool, I mean, you're you're in a small space there. And cars are always a great place for conversation. I used to like to trap my kids in there and, yeah. that you know, give them a ride here and there so that we could talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it becomes more than, you know, you're not just saying hi and bye to someone. You're actually in the car, as I said. And you get to know each other better in those car rides okay a lot of different things that i read said use social media to help you there this um i'm not sure if it's this article or another one i read she said that somebody actually posted i am lonely and i'm looking for a friend yeah i've seen things like that yeah and um so use those resources oh it is this one she says i need a friend i have a toddler this age and we live near this part of town. Does anyone want to meet at the park for coffee? That's See? what the person said. So um, hopefully they're not a serial her- killer. <laughs> she put herself out there. And yeah, I, I guess there's other ways too that you can use the social media. Um, there are support groups. There's friend groups. There's prayer groups. Moms helping moms. Things like that uh, that you can get plugged into. I think that a lot of it just stems from intention. Yeah, right? like be intentional. to be intentional of reaching out and be okay with the process. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like you have to just be okay with. Well, it might take a while. Yeah, I think that's that's key too mm-hmm. is to understand that and kind of realize that before going into it. Um, also, about the the uh, social media, that's an easier way to filter as well. Hmm. you can distance yourself from people yeah yeah unfriend it's i mean you know but uh it is funny because at the end of this article not funny but it says we can always learn that you need to be a friend um absolutely i always say it why be a friend to make a friend yeah exactly yeah i always told my girls that even my son yeah, I, I think that obviously for us, because we're women of faith, I mean, we believe in Christ. And if you place your faith, faith, <laughs> your faith in Jesus, and you really depend on him, like he's your best friend, mm-hmm. he's your most loyal, you know, you can count on him, mm-hmm. right? He's never going to leave and all of that. You can just ask him, bring me a friend. Yeah, bring me a friend. You I know? can remember my cousin Christy specifically praying for that. Yeah. And wow, did, and it was a long time. It might have been a couple decades ago now. And um, he did do that. Yeah. And it was really amazing to watch because, as I said, she specifically 
ask God to do that. Yeah, and, and even you had shared with me that when you first moved out to the country, you were like, yeah. there's nobody out here. I was. I said to my mom, I said, there's nobody here. My mom said, come. Yeah. And then, yes, you came. And so let's just kind of segue into our own stories and how we became friends. Well, I moved it, in next door to you, and I was irresistible in my overalls, <laughs> and you in your bikini. <laughs> Right. And we had three, I had my three youngest children were the same ages about of your three children. And mm-hmm. then, of course, I had my older two as well. Um, I was completely overwhelmed with mm-hmm. motherhood at the time. But we met and you're very kind, very friendly, mm-hmm. very, you know, um, who wouldn't want Catherine as a friend? Oh, uh, you know, seriously. Mm. Well, Besides I. Besides a bikini, but whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I would add to that that we just started walking yes we did we started walking and talking and I don't even really remember how that began but I think we both needed out and our neighborhood was just convenient in that you could just go back and forth back and forth we were kind of like this cutout space in between farmland and we talked then we started well, and our, our kids played with one another, so we had yeah. that kind of communication. But then we also would, if the kids wanted to go sledding, we'd say, oh, let's let's just hop in the car together, and we'll take them together. And then you and I would just sit in the car, nice and toasty warm, <laughs> yeah. while they went sledding. Well, somebody had to and watch then, the hot chocolate, Catherine. Gosh, you can't just yes. set it outside. It'll get cold. Yeah, and then like when the kids had, um, I think Ellis and Caleb, they had they went to the same orthodontist. Their appointments were yes. at the same time, and the intention was for one of us to take them at the same time. But sometimes we'd go together. Oh gosh, yes, we did. Because <laughs> yeah. misery loves company. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> why do yeah. these chores by ourselves when we can do it together? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then and I really think that our friendship solidified under our gratefulness list and yeah all oh, of yeah. that because we continued right. with the walking and I don't know how long it was that oh, we walked and all gosh. that but we just continued with that and then I was going through a lot of stress you were going through a lot of stress and we talked about sharing mm-hmm. a gratitude list just something just to find something to be grateful for mm-hmm. out of this stress right and that was many years ago I don't forget now, 11 years ago, something like that, more than 10. Almost 12. Okay, so almost 12 years ago, we and we still do it today. We do. Almost every single day, we mm-hmm. share top 10 mm-hmm. things we're grateful for. I really think that that changes your life. Oh, for sure. And it changed our friendship because it changed our life. And then prayer, we're in prayer. Yeah. Prayer together changes you. Right, so really, it's about doing life together. And for busy moms... Um, one of the things that I read that you can do, so this bundling thing I yeah. talked about, yeah. was doing things just like I said. Uh, if, you know, your neighbor needs to go and take the kids out or something, go go with her. Or um, do errands together. We do so, that all the time. I know. And so it's just look to us, people. <laughs> <laughs> and it said, so... It's funny because the concept is to help each other out by taking the kids one at a time to their things. But if you're also looking to make friends, do the, as I said, oop, I hit the boom. 
this bundling thing yeah. run your run your errands together and you know start out with sh- small errands short errands so it's a quick car ride just the other day or yesterday yeah. I said to you will you come to Kohl's with me I have to do a return and I just wanted to talk to you yeah. I felt like I hadn't seen you or yeah. really talked to you in a while and I'm like come with me so well I didn't say it like that but well you kind of did well that's the way I was feeling yeah and our, we have cone heads Kenny says and they just kind of go yeah <laughs> just kind of knows <laughs> So um, it also said if you're busy doing house chores and um, you have an earbud or whatever, call a potential friend up and just talk to each other while you're doing your errands or your errands or your housework and things like that. Use the technology that you have to communicate. I will tell you this about laughter with a friend, Mm -hmm. okay? It's a proven fact. It's scientific Mm -hmm. that when you laugh together with someone, there's like a little bonding thing that happens in your brain. Mm -hmm. And so now you and I have been besties for decades now. Mm -hmm. We have so many inside little jokes and inside little (laughs) things. Blackmail me. (laughs) Well, right. So it's a bonding. It's like super glue, right? Yeah. And so I would encourage anybody who's listening to me right now to invite somebody to go on a road trip with you. Yeah. See if you can carve out, even if it's just a day trip, but drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you can drive somewhere for two hours, right, and then spend two hours there and then drive two hours back, mm-hmm. you'll you'll know by the end of it if you really want to be well, friends. That's right. Well, that's why I said start out small with, you know, quick errands here and there yeah. and then and then add to it. And I think you and I did that. Like we, we would, you know, like I said, take the kids um, to the sledding site that we would go to. Yeah. It was like 20 minutes Yeah. from, well, when you drove. <laughs> I drive slow. A little bit longer. <laughs> so, but it was nice to be able to talk. And then, you know, and then we just started doing, you invited me, I remember, to the Hearts at Home Oh, thing. right. I remember that. Yeah. And I had no idea what that was, but I was so grateful that you invited me to that and, um, I loved it. We talked all the way there, all the way home. I got to know you better. Yeah. And it was great. So that was Thank a Christian you. conference. You're welcome. Yes. You can you can look up conferences and maybe like that conference was for um, moms at home. Yes. But maybe you're um, a career woman who's going to go to a conference on goal setting or communication or whatever. Find some way to invite somebody to go with you and do something like yeah. that together. I hope that this was helpful because it, to me, in hindsight, it sounds like a lot of these things are, um, f- you know, convenient for people who are not working. But, but I know that I know working. I have I'm friends with working people, and they also are doing these things that we mentioned. Well, and it's just as hard when you're not working. You're yeah. just as busy as somebody that is working. You might have a little bit more flexibility in your schedule. You know, a little bit. But you're busy. You that is absolutely right. If you're taking and not care only of kids, that, you are working. I think it also depends too on your like depression level, your yeah. um, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. And I, speaking of depression, because I went through that too, mm-hmm. different bouts of it. Just get some help and support with that. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed, guess what? Many times, other people have felt that same way. It's all of us at one point or another have felt overwhelmed if not all the way depressed there's support and help for to treat that that's right there's drugs people Mm -hmm. there's drugs yes uh vulnerable did you talk about did you say say all the things you wanted to say okay Mm -hmm. are you ready for scripture yes all right first thessalonians 5 11 says this therefore encourage one another 
and build each other up just as in fact you are doing and then ecclesians 4 ecclesians it's called Ecle- e- ecclesiastes <laughs> it's not ecclesians i didn't even catch it ecclesians. Ecclesiastes. it's a new book of the bible friends we're coming up with new well, things it's funny too when i um told you the scripture i found and i i just rattled off oh <laughs> thessalonians and you're like which one i'm like oh shoot i forgot <laughs> one or two all right it's called ecclesiastes <laughs> Chapter 4, verses 9 to 10. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help him up. That's true. Yeah. All right. So the call to action is to be a friend. Got to make to make a friend, be a friend and try something new. Try something new. Try something new that's out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because, you know, the blessings that may come just be... um, overwhelming sense of joy yeah you know uh, a little idea that just popped into my head of something new with a new friend would be maybe a movie because a movie you know you got the movie to distract you right yeah and then you can talk about the movie on the way home yeah yeah that's true go see a funny one and if there isn't a funny one then just one you could talk about there you go all right well you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm still comedian tracy i'm still Catherine. see you bye